out he was in love with an old friend, and he didn't let me plan the wedding. And then there was Dory, who didn't let you plan her wedding either, Isabel started. Vancy broke in, and Bill, my granddaughter Dory's new husband, figured it out. There'd never been a curse, because Bella and I broke it when we married, without waiting to plan another wedding. That's the part you two forgot. The fact that I tried to soften the curse by adding that when someone in Bella's family cared more about the marriage than the wedding, the curse would be over, and Bella and I broke the curse ourselves. Yes, dear, we know. Isabel heaved a sigh as if listening to the entire story again was a huge trial. You've told us this story a few times over the years. Annabelle patted her hand and shot a look at Isabel that Vancy didn't miss. And even if you hadn't, Isabel continued, that reporter boy who made your granddaughter Vancy's life miserable when he wrote that wedding curse story gave the details. All the gory details. And Vancy, dear, there were a lot of gory details. So, Vancy, if you don't mind my saying, Isabel started. Our saying, Annabelle corrected. Our saying, Annabelle and I don't understand this malaise. You should be celebrating the fact that Thanks in part to you, all three of your grandchildren are happily married, and the curse is broken. Your great-grandchildren. How many are there now? Vancy and Matt have Chris and Ricky, and their little girl, who won't answer to anything but Fred. They name their daughter Fred? Isabel sounded aghast, and Annabelle nodded her agreement. No. The boys were upset she was a girl and started calling her Fred, and it stuck. So Fred she is, and both Dory and Callie are pregnant. They're both due any day now, two new babies before the end of the year. I swear they're racing to see who can get to the finish line first. They're giving Bill and Noah fits because they're both such tomboys and won't let something like a little pregnancy slow them down. Vancy, it sounds like there's a lot going on to keep you busy, Annabelle said. Yes, I know, but I can't help it. I'm bored. I loved setting up the kids and planning their weddings, even when the weddings all fell through. It was fun to plan. Now there's nothing. Rick and Chris are way too young for me to even think about matchmaking. So why wait for them? There are plenty of single people in the world, Annabelle said. Maybe you could help one of them. Matchmake for someone else? Someone other than family? Fancy rolled the idea around in her mind. She didn't see a downside to it. I'm so very good at what I do, and there are so many single people in the world. It would be like shooting fish in a barrel, Annabelle chirruped gleefully. 
You always say you have special abilities because you're Hungarian. So pick someone at random. Someone single. I mean, you wouldn't want to use your skills on someone already married. Fancy tried to think of someone single. Suddenly, she remembered her Bella talking about someone just yesterday. Why? Bella just hired a new girl at the office. She's going to be more than a secretary, sort of an office manager. He said she was tall and blonde, but I shouldn't be jealous, because he was rather fond of short and gray. She smiled at the thought. Her Bella was so sweet. And this girl, she tisked him during the interview and told him that he wouldn't know a pie chart from a spreadsheet even if one of them bit him in the butt. And he hired her anyway? Isabel asked once again aghast. Fancy loved her friend, but Isabel spent a great portion of her life aghast at one thing or the other. He hired her because of it. Bella likes someone who isn't.